Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Hi and welcome back to the Marketing with Confidence podcast. As I sit here recording today, we are approaching June. And I always find at this time of year, besides the mild panic that half the year is gone, it's a really great time to take stock of the goals that you may have set yourself at the start of the year and check that your digital marketing is performing the way that you want. I've talked before about the digital marketing landscape and and strategy and planning. And I believe when it comes to marketing activities in the digital space, six months is a really great amount of time to, to forecast, to plan toward. So to put marketing strategies in place, to establish what you're going to test and measure, and to really look at learnings. 12 months now just seems like such a long amount of time. And the way that digital marketing moves so fast, I don't believe that the the 12-month planning cycle allows us to leverage the agility of digital marketing. But it's also really important that if we are going to plan in six-month blocks, that we take time to check in on our digital marketing. So not just on our performance, but also on sort of a health check of our different channels and what's happening there. It's especially important for small business owners because we have the ability to adapt faster than any other type of business. So putting aside time to review and check in and then making actionable changes means that you're really maximizing the the nature of small business. So I'm going to start off today by talking about analyzing performance. Obviously, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I absolutely love analytics and data. I know in some ways that alienates me from many marketers, although, you know, today in the digital space with so much data available, I do believe that it's part of the digital marketing skill set to get really comfortable with data and to get really comfortable with numbers. So when you set about to do a bit of a, you know, digital marketing check-in for your small business, it's a great idea to start by looking at performance. So when we look at performance, we want to analyze both, you know, uh, like cumulative data, so that the total data of now, you know, of a six-month block, but we also want to look at trends from month to month, what may be changing, what seems to be shifting upwards, what seems to be shifting downwards. So if we think about digital marketing tools, we may have organic social media, paid social media, paid search ads, so like your Google ads, SEO, which could be a paid service you're using or it could be refinements that you're doing yourself. We might have newsletters. And we might also have influencer or or collaboration content as well. So I would suggest, you know, creating an Excel or creating a Word doc and having a heading for each of these areas and starting to dive into your available data. So firstly, Google Analytics gives us great data across all those channels if you have it set up and if your objective across your business is coming back to the website. 
So having a look at your web traffic by channel, both in that six-month period as a total, you'll see the percent of share. So you might have, you know, 20% of your traffic to website actually comes from paid sources or, you know, 30% comes from organic sources. So I would under each heading sort of summarize the percent of traffic coming to your website from that source. Further to that, if you have conversion tracking set up in your analytics, it's also really good to analyze the percent of conversions. The interesting piece of that data comparison is that we may have 20% of our traffic coming from organic sources, but only 2% converting. We conversely may have social media at, you know, 5% of our organic, of our total traffic, but we might have it as 70% of conversions. So this tells us different things. It tells us that social media traffic, although low, is a huge source of conversion for us. So we want to to grow that. How can we get more social traffic? Because they seem to be most aligned to our business. Or organic traffic, although it's performing well and we're bringing people to our site, they're not converting. So what's happening either on site that's holding them back from converting or what did they expect to see when they came here organically? Uh, you know, perhaps the the things that you're ranking for aren't really in line with your offer or they're not bringing you in an aligned customer. An interesting example of that is very early days with WiseUp. I did an A to Z of marketing blog. I think this may even be sort of back to 2011. Now, one of the blogs I wrote was about qualitative versus quantitative research, something, again, data-driven that I love uh, thinking about and talking about. That blog today is still a huge source of traffic. It does not relate to conversion. It does not relate to inquiry, but I think it may actually be found by lots of students that might be studying. So, you know, that's an example of where my SEO is, you know, out there. I'm ranking against a key term, but it's not really bringing in the relevant traffic to my to my business that's going to convert. So if you've got that web data and you can note that against sort of each of our headings, that's great. If you don't, you can start to go to channel and this would be your second step. So looking into your Facebook analytics, your Instagram insights, LinkedIn analytics, or your organic social media. And looking again, we want to look at totals. You know, what, what was our total reach over this period? What was our total engagement? You know, our total follower growth. But we also want to look at trends. So, you know, looking month by month, you know, was there a month that really spiked and what did we do in that month that was different? Or have we been seeing consistent growth? You know, are we up this month to the month before? Some of these stats are really great to just track for yourself month on month as well. Uh, So when you come to do a a half year check-in, you're looking at reports you've already raised. When it comes to our social ad campaigns, I'd be looking by campaign and and again, what campaign delivered the best against the chosen objective. So if we had a sales campaign, which campaign delivered us the best sales at the lowest costs? If we had an awareness campaign or a traffic campaign, which of those campaigns delivered? And we just want to note down and with any sort of analysis of that performance, we want to make commentary. You know, was there a particular sales campaign that went really well? Why do you think it went well? Was it a new type of creative? Were you more clear in your audience? Did you have a really compelling offer? 
you know, uh, making those notes are going to help you to make decisions going forward. Then we look at our Google or our search ads in the same way uh, as our social ads. So wanting to look at different campaigns and how they're performing and, and make inferences as to why. Then we would look at our SEO, uh, look at our ranking, where our rankings may have improved. This can be harder um, to look at month-on-month data if you don't use a ranking tool. I suggest if there's, you know, 10 words that you're really wanting to rank on, that you just keep a little spreadsheet and every month you go and do a manual test on those words and see what your ranking position is. And again, if you if you run that every month, when you come in to do a six-month review, you can get a really clear idea of movement that you've had, either positive or negative, and, and what your actions might be moving forward to, you know, work with or work against that. And similarly, our email marketing, we can go into our email uh, marketing campaign provider, whether that's a MailChimp or a Klaviyo or an OmniSend, and have a look at that data. So look at our audience growth, look at our open rate, look at our click-through rate, look at our conversions if we're tracking that as well. And again, we want to really look for trends, you know, what campaign worked best? Why do we think that worked best? Um, You know, what campaigns drove unsubscribers or was it a volume of campaigns and, and what learnings can we make from there? When did our list grow? Did we do certain activities do we run a competition or a partnership? And, you know, that that really contributed to list growth. Um, what does that look like? And then again, our influences or our partnerships going through those and looking at what, you know, what we've learned there, who what's worked well, who we could work with again, where there may be a greater opportunity. So analyzing that digital data, analyzing those statistics and those numbers are going to help you to sort of assess what you've been doing, think about your plan, think about your goals, see how you're tracking. The next area I suggest is a a digital audit. It's a great half-year activity to do a digital audit. And to be honest, sometimes we don't do this for years. And a digital audit is merely looking at all your digital marketing channels, assets, tools, and making sure they still reflect your business So in this six months, you may have tweaked your brand identity. You may have tweaked your brand messaging. You may have introduced new products or services. You may have changed team. Uh, You know, many, many things, as we know, happen in a six-month period. So it's a great opportunity to go channel by channel and assess if everything is singing from the right songbook. So let's look at Facebook. Is your cover image still relevant? Is your logo right? Then if you're about information, need updating. It's the same for your LinkedIn company page. If you've got a LinkedIn personal profile, is your about statement still reflecting, you know, your goals and and what you want to be known for? Is your Instagram highlights, are they, and your bio, are they optimized towards the business? Is your palette in your templates right? Is it time to consider your content pillars? Do they need changing or adapting in line with where your business may have uh, adapted to or grown to? We also can look, obviously, at our website holistically, page by page, uh, identify areas that may need to be updated, removed, uh, you know, new imagery that you might be able to feed in, changes to team, changes to service, looking at that, um, you know, and staying on top of that. 
our SEO, are those keywords still the most important and relevant keywords to our business or has the consumer shifted as a new solution or benefit entered the market and we need to adjust what we're targeting to, you know, to take advantage of that. And and then our email, again, looking at the branding of our email, possibly looking at our email, uh, you know, template as well. Is that is that still aligned to our business? Is that still in line with our marketing and our branding? Then at the six-month mark, drawing on that analytical data especially, it's a great opportunity to revisit our goals and objectives. Looking at the review of, of what happened, looking at the review of what happened against the activities that we had in place, it's a really great time to look at what we want to achieve in the next six months. You know, were there areas we didn't achieve in and did we perhaps not do the right activities or we weren't consistent or our customers shifted? Uh, you know, do we want to set new goals around that or do we want to go after that goal that we didn't meet? And then were there goals that we exceeded, that we smashed out of the water and, you know, how can we stretch ourselves with new goals in this half ahead and what's that going to look like? So, you know, making sure that we put in place goals that are measurable and attainable, that are going to motivate us to keep going forward, but also can set the context of the, the strategies and plans we're going to put in place for the next six months. And so then finally, when we're doing our mid-year marketing check, you know, again, having a look at the calendar, mapping out that next six months ahead, looking at our new focused goals and objectives and thinking about, you know, what activities we're going to put in place to to go after them. So really leveraging learnings from what we've done in the last six months, you know, maybe there's an area that we've been doing it ourselves and it's time to say, I'm going to test outsourcing. You know, I've been doing my ads myself. I'm not getting any traction. I'm going to talk to somebody about managing my ads and and go to them with my goals and objectives and see what they can, you know, offer me and support. Or maybe it's enlisting, uh, you know, content copywriting services or SEO services to help you problem solve some organic traffic Uh, shortages that you're not getting against keywords where there's missed opportunity. So, you know, that there's that deeper strategic plan. And then there's also looking at the calendar. I mean, look, second half, we've got that once in a, once in a year, everybody in it, Christmas that comes around so fast, you know, mapping out when you're going to start marketing towards Christmas. And I can absolutely tell you if you're acting in a paid space, it's always sooner rather than later, starting to get Christmas messaging out towards the end of October, even if not overtly, but starting to build audiences that you can remarket to through November and December is so important. You can almost never be too ready to to get in there and start making your learnings. But, you know, looking at that July to December half, you know, almost half of it is concerned with how you're going to, you know, market towards that end of year focus. So really having a plan of different awareness days, different sales events that happen in the e-com space. We know that November is absolutely chock-a-block with e-com sales events between, you know, Afterpay Day and Black Friday and Cyber Monday, how you are going to leverage those in your business if that's appropriate. And again, putting those plans in place now, you might want to do 
list building through July and August to make sure that you're really ready and solidified with an engaged database as you head into those heavy sales periods as well. So I hope that this podcast gives you some inspiration as to the importance of doing a mid-year marketing check. And that's not just in your analytics. It's a great assets and and identity check-in as well to make sure that your digital marketing presence reflects the most up-to-date vision and purpose of your business and making sure that your marketing goals and your strategies are in place to support that vision and purpose and make sure that you have a second half to what I hope is already an amazing year. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.